Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think that the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Welcome to episode one of The Skin Reel. I'm so excited to have you join in and I hope this podcast is educational and fun for you. If you love talking about skin and skin conditions and skincare regimens and cosmetic treatments as much as I do, then you're in the right place. So let's get started with the basics with this first episode. This show is called The Skin Reel, and I created this podcast to shed some light on common but also not so common skin conditions, treatments, and procedures that I get asked about almost daily by patients, families, and friends. For those of you who don't know, I'm a practicing clinical dermatologist, and I'm constantly amazed at the sort of misinformation that my patients and friends will tell me about, and also that they take at face value. This could be things that they've heard on social media, on the internet, but it can also be from, you know, their family members or well-intentioned friends who are sort of passing along misinformation that they've heard and sort of take as truth. And while a lot of times this information is false or outdated or wrong, but there are times when this, you know, advice that they've received can have harmful consequences. So I wanted to create a podcast that could be used as a guide for listeners and fellow skin enthusiasts to learn practical, unhyped skincare and skin education that's really based on facts and research, and that's legit. So AKA, this is the real scoop, and that's why I call this the skin reel. Now, you might be wondering, that's great, Dr. Mina, but what makes you a skincare expert? And I think that's a great question, and I hope you ask this question to anyone who gives you advice or guidance, whether it's dermatology, medical, or anything, really. You need to know their credentials. You need to know what makes this person an expert, what makes them knowledgeable on this particular topic. So for starters, I'm a dermatologist. And you might be wondering, okay, I've heard that term before. I think it's a doctor, but you're not 100% sure what they are or what they do exactly. And I get asked this quite a bit. People aren't really sure, are we real doctors? Are we estheticians or cosmetologists? Do we treat anything more than acne or warts? So let's take a deeper dive into what is a dermatologist? What does that mean? And what sort of training is required to be able to call yourself a dermatologist? So dermatologists are medical doctors. And I also just want to say I am talking about the allopathic medical doctors or approach to dermatology. There are some programs that are through an osteopathic medical school or program. 
But uh, since I am an MD, I am going to be talking about the allopathic approach. Dermatologists, first and foremost, go to four years of medical school after college. And then we are required to pass three national U.S. medical licensing board exams. And boy, those were not fun. Very, very glad to have those behind me. And in medical school, you really are learning the background, the basics of the human body and how it works. You take courses on anatomy and physiology. You learn about pharmacology or how drugs work. You learn about microbiology, neuroscience, and so much more. But again, the four years of medical school are really laying the foundation and the background knowledge of how the human body works and functions. At the end of your medical school training, that is when you pick a specialty that you want to go into. For me, I picked dermatology. And then you go on interviews around the country applying. And then you do what's called a match. And you basically rank all the programs, one through however many you interviewed at, And the programs will rank all of their interviewees. And then on a fateful day in March called Match Day, you receive an envelope. And in that envelope, it tells you what program this computer program matched you with. So what program, and you get matched to whatever program ranked you the highest. My medical school, this was a very big celebration. You opened your envelope at the front of the auditorium, in front of all your classmates, your professors, your your colleagues and friends and family. It's quite nerve-wracking because in this envelope, it contains sort of your fate for the next several years. It determines where you will be training to become a dermatologist or whatever specialty you picked. Unfortunately, for dermatology, there are too many qualified applicants for spots. So in 2020, Dermatology had 692 applicants for only 538 spots. So not all dermatology candidates will match into a dermatology program. So simply matching into a dermatology residency is no small feat and actually quite an accomplishment for those individuals. Now, before you can go on to do your dermatology training, however you are required to complete an internship. And an internship is where you will go spend a year basically living and breathing in the hospital. You can think about maybe Grey's Anatomy, minus the glamour and over-the-top plots, or a more accurate portrayal, in my opinion, is the TV show Scrubs. So I did my internship, which was called a transitional year, I did a little bit of general surgery, a little bit of internal medicine, and also some outpatient clinics. After that intense internship year, then you can finally begin your dermatology training. And this is a three-year program at an accredited formalized dermatology program where you will spend 12,000 to 16,000 hours having direct patient care, learning dermatology. So this isn't shadowing, it's not observing, it's really hands-on patient care. In our residency program, we got to do almost a year worth of inpatient consults. We got to do a lot of subspecialty clinics. 
surgery clinics, laser clinics, cosmetics, pediatrics, et cetera. So dermatology is great because it covers patients from all ages, from birth to death, and you get to do medical, surgical, procedural, and cosmetic things. So that's one of the great things about dermatology. The skin is the largest organ in the body, and it has over 3,000 skin conditions that are classified. So there is a lot to learn, but it is also a lot of fun. I think sometimes people are amazed that dermatology is so much more than just acne, warts, and Botox. After your dermatology residency, you will then take a board certification exam to prove that you are, in fact, competent in dermatology and all the various areas within dermatology, like medical dermatology, surgery, pediatrics, dermatopathology, which is the study of the skin under the microscope, and not sure if I said pediatrics yet. After your residency, some dermatology residents will then go on to subspecialize in either surgery, pathology, pediatrics, or uh, lasers and cosmetics, just to name a few. And this is what's known as a fellowship year. I did my fellowship in Mohs Micrographic Surgery and Procedural Dermatology. And after your fellowship year, you will then take another board certification exam to sort of prove your competency in that subspecialty. At the end of all of this, you are a board-certified dermatologist, and you can look quickly to see if someone is a board-certified dermatologist by looking at the initials after their name. So for my name, I put MD because I'm a medical doctor, and then I put the initials FAAD, which stands for Fellowship of the American Academy of Dermatology. And this means that I am, aka a board-certified dermatologist. I sometimes also put the initials F-A-C-M-S after my name because I am a board-certified Mohs surgeon, and so that stands for Fellowship of the American College of Mohs Surgery. But sometimes I just put MD or MD, F-A-A-D, because sometimes I think it gets to be a little bit like alphabet suit with all those initials. So why is all this important? Why is it important to know this and to understand this? That's because when you go to see someone for a skin concern or a skin treatment or a cosmetic treatment, you want to make sure that they have the skills and the knowledge base to treat you and to advise you on management. So next time you're listening to something or reading about the latest and greatest skincare treatment or procedure, take a look at who's giving you that advice and what sort of data do they have to validate what they're telling you. Is this really fact or are you being marketed something? You want to make sure you're not just being sold on something and that you're really getting valid advice from a true skincare expert, not just someone who has a passion for skin. And hopefully with this podcast, you've sort of seen that dermatologists really are the true skincare experts. They have had the years and the hours of patient care and training and the knowledge base to treat skin conditions and offer skin advice and guidance. If you're wondering how to find a board-certified dermatologist, the American Academy of Dermatology, which is www.aad.org, and I'll list in the show notes, has a 
great search engine where you can type in either your doctor's name or your zip code to find board-certified dermatologists in your area. All right. Well, that's a wrap for episode one. Thank you so much for joining in and can't wait to see you again in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for our show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, 